Welcome to Busy Gamer Nation. My name is Ryan Green. I am co-creator. This is a game that is a interactive autobiographical memoir of our family's struggle fighting terminal childhood cancer. This game is meant to kind of recreate in like a poetic and sometimes like with magical surrealism some of the ups and downs and the bitter and the sweet of living in the shadow of cancer. You know, in one case, we have a scene here that we've been showing for a while, and it recreates a night that I spent in the hospital with Joel when he was really dehydrated, and he had gotten a stomach bug, and so I couldn't calm him down. He won't stop crying. I don't blame him. He feels miserable. I hate that we're here. I hate that he's sick. I just want him to feel better. four sons and one daughter and my third son is Joel. And then this scene over here kind of sets you in this almost magical forest and it's a mix of like archival home video. So like we took our home videos and then we took out the audio and then we mixed it into here. And so we have a mix of that as well as some like dramatized versions of things like we like to do. Like say for instance, like feed the ducks. And so we mix Joel's audio and our family audio with kind of reenactment, but it's not like a narrative. It's more like experiential, like you're overhearing our family. It just creates a space to just find out what Joel was like and how we treated him and, and what were some of his strengths and what were some of his limitations. And you play with him. When you play with him in this scene, you kind of see like how he played on the park equipment. After this, you're kind of taken into the hospital, and so you get a glimpse of kind of a poetic retelling of what treatment is like. And so, like I said, we use things like magical realism to kind of, you know, we're grounding everything in reality, we're grounding everything in things that happened, but then we kind of retell it in a poetic and fantastical way. So what's your background in gaming? I worked for a few years for a small indie game company called Soma Games in Oregon. I live in Colorado, and we ship some mobile games. I've been a programmer for 15 years, and for me, this project also allowed me to become a better artist. And so, Beautiful. yeah, I thank you. Um, it's it's given me the opportunity to be able to like make remembering Joel well my occupation, and really working on on the craft of just making beautiful things. I would love to spend the rest of my life making beautiful things. So what drove you to start this game? It's been in development for a while. Originally, it kind of was conceived as an art installation. And so I was thinking, you know, how could we use like an interactive kind of painting to show what it was like to overcome some of the disabilities and the setbacks that happen in treatment? Because both the cancer and the treatment have really horrible effects on people especially children. And so that was one thing that we were thinking of exploring as, as we went through this night that I had in the hospital really stuck with me. And it stuck with me in the fact that like it felt like a game because at the time I was trying to figure out how to calm him and I was trying to do all the things that a father does to calm his, his child. But I was at the end of myself. And this scene was a moment that I felt grace in the midst of that. Because I, there's a lot of times in cancer where you feel like it's beyond your control. You know, like 
you feel it's nice to feel like you have a lot of choice in life. Sometimes you feel like all those choices are stripped away from you, and that no matter what you do, it, it's not enough. And so, what do you do in that space? So, is this game meant to memorialize your son or help others who may be in similar situations? Since Joel's death in March, it's really become a way for me to encode a little piece of him. We started this over a year and a half ago. And so when we started it, you know, there's that sense that, okay, yeah, he's sick. Yeah, they say he's going to die, but he's not dead, you know, and this is our story. And now in the, in the aftermath of, of losing him, I, I just really want to remember him well, you know. And, and, you know, this affects every part of our life and, and our spirituality and our, and, our, and our love for each other and, and all of this. And so, like, along with remembering him well, I want to explore those things that we question and those things that we struggle with. That joy that we take and the love that we have and all of those different things, you know. So it's like this project gives us the opportunity, both my wife and I and, and everybody that's come to love Joel and stand with us in the midst of this. I mean, we have a team of five people and my wife writes and I write and we all are the voice actors in the game and we're all crafting this experience and, and so we all get to participate in memorializing him. Is there a goal in the game? Just a series of experiential um, spaces? I, it, yeah, it's a series of experiential spaces. You are, in some ways, unlocking the story. In other ways, you're you're interacting with Joel. In other ways, you're kind of in the midst of playing with Joel. There's a deeper theme that we're exploring. But, but yeah, you're meant to, like this scene right here that she's playing in the park, you're meant to kind of go from space to space and just experience it and kind of soak it in. Maybe appreciate so, life a little bit more than you might normally? I hope so, you know? I hope so. I mean, like, one thing you'll, you'll notice in our characters is that We've intentionally left the faces off the characters. They look like us. They're modeled after our family, but we don't have faces there. Part of that was like a technical limitation. We didn't want to try to make very emotive characters because we, we want you either do it well or you don't, right? But I think the net effect of having no faces is that while you can see a piece of yourself in what we do, you know, like everybody has their Joel. You know, that person that, that they loved and that changed them and change the way they look at life and, and change the way they loved. And so I feel like people can bring their own, they can bring their own Joel to this experience. Our 11-year-old son lost a family friend, first person he's ever died in his life, to cancer about a year ago. Wow. And I'm wondering if this would help him in some way find closure or peace with the... You know, it's really interesting. I had one uncle who lost his nephew the weekend before contact me and he's like, I really want to play this game. I'm like, well, it's a really hard scene because like he's crying and you can't get him and he's like, I don't care. I just need something. I, 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 yeah. And so that was, and so I sent him over the demo and he, and he was like, thank you. I really needed that. I was like, I was really surprised and really grateful because for people to like go there with me means, means an incredible amount, you know? I mean, any father loves to share pictures of their children, you know? Sure. And so, like, for, for me to be able to invite people into our world a little bit and for them to experience that kind of love, it really means a lot to me, so. So is the game completed or is it still working we're, we're still working on it, yeah. Do you have a target date? or? We're still hoping 2014, but we're not really committing to a date. We want it to be done, yeah. you know? Is it a Steam game or...? Um, eventually, right now, Ouya provided our first round of funding, and so we're going to be with Ouya first, 
they're the $100 Android console that hooks up to your TV. And one thing that we really liked about that idea is that we love it when people sit together and listen and experience it together. And hopefully it creates a space to talk about those things, you know, because like you walking by the booth, I never would have known what you just told me. You know, if there wasn't a space to talk about it, sure. you know, and so like we find it, it's place for people to open up, yeah, and release their feelings. Exactly, exactly. And so I like that. I don't think there's a safer place than your living room for these kind of things, you know. So, so hopefully people will appreciate that. But then also, we'll be going to these other platforms. So eventually we'll come to them, but we're not we're not really public on the dates yet. So, but you have you decided which platforms? I think probably the next platform after the OEO will be the PC, will be desktop, and then eventually mobile. Find show notes, music credits, and other details at BusyGamerNation.com, WAC Podcast.